What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This is Malik Willis from Liberty, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap here, of course, with the Trash Man to discuss week three on the Fantasy Football Waiver Wire. Trash Man has gotten uh, the Waiver Wire cheat sheet over to me. I've taken a little bit of editorial oversight to change up some of these things here at the here at the very top. I want to ask Trash Man what the hell he was thinking about some of this stuff. But uh, we'll, we'll get into it. Trashman, your general overview on waivers this week. Uh, that'll be the first thing I ask you about. But before I do, just a reminder out there to everybody, all of our content is at rosterwatch.com. We'll be talking about the Rosterwatch Ultimate Waiver Wire Cheat Sheet, where all of the free agent acquisition budget bids are recommended there. The order of the players, the tiers of the players, all recommended over there. Uh, if you have questions, make sure and load them up in chat. I don't, it can be about waivers. It can be about trades. It can be about who to drop. If you do have questions about whether or not you can drop a player for another, this may be on the cheat sheet. Just put them over in the YouTube chat, and we will get to those uh, at the very end for the last segment about, you know, can we drop this player? So, Trash Man, with all that being said, overall thoughts on this week's waiver wire? Um, well, I feel like uh, s- some of the guys who, you know, had some juice going into week two have definitely <laughs> fallen back. Um uh, down to earth going to week three. So I feel that I feel like the sheet has, I wouldn't say has shrunk considerably since last week as we're starting to get a better look at, you know, kind of who is actually maintaining some consistency across. Uh, I mean, across these first two weeks of the season. I sure am glad we put Curtis Samuel on the very top of that sheet last week. Trash man. Hey, I, and I had him in the in a, in a higher tier initially. Well, but you didn't you didn't need to go forty percent on him like you were saying. I think you get him. What did we say? Twenty five percent. I'm just like trash me. We can't blow forty percent on Curtis Samuel. But yeah, you did want him bad for sure. And it wasn't that I didn't want him. I just didn't, I didn't think our I didn't think our users were had to pay forty percent. I didn't have to pay forty percent for him. So I think I went twenty. I think I went twenty two dollars in, in one one hundred dollar league, and I think I got him by like four four to four dollars. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, this week, I think that it's I, my general kind of macro view, or is that the right one? Is it macro? Just about yeah. the overall state of like the, like the big picture yeah. view. Okay. Um, my view on this is that this is not necessarily a week where you're going to be getting a player 
starting this week that's going to be like a league-changing type of guy. This isn't a week where a major you know, star went down and they're going to be down for the season and there's a clear backup to him that you're able to pick up who's been on waivers, who's been overlooked. It's just – it's not that kind of week. This week to I, me – I, I do feel like Jamal Williams is – this is the last week I think where you can get Jamal Williams – you know, at a reasonable. Right. I mean, in, 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 in most reasonable leagues, he should have been drafted to begin with. Right. But, um, but yeah, right. Uh, but Jamal Williams, for sure. Do you want to talk about Jamal Williams? I mean, to me, it's just, to me, the, the, I mean, it's very clear what the intrigue is in Jamal Williams. One is that he's clearly got, uh, you know, almost what 90% of the red zone opportunities for the Detroit Lions to the Detroit Lions are a team that it's looking like we're going to be able to target all year long for these matchups because the defense is so bad. That offense actually has some good weapons, even though that offensive line for the Detroit Lions is so banged up right now. They're still, you know, like they're still just getting it done. I'm on Ross St. Brown is an absolute God mode right now. And we, do, we haven't even seen guys like DJ Chark and stuff turn it on. So this is an offense that can get it going and it can keep up with these other teams when they go up against this bad defense. And they, they, they do find themselves in scoring position. And when they do, Jamal Williams is the guy who they clearly like down there. And then the third reason is, I know, it, I mean, it did, you know, DeAndre Swift ran for God knows how many yards again, you know, last week. But, it, I mean, he was already questionable through a, a week of practice. And we know that that kind of stuff can happen. So. I mean, and Jamal Williams led the team, led the backfield in touches. Yeah, so it's uh, – God, man, dude, it's so it's so crazy what DeAndre Swift can do even on any kind of – even on kind of limited volume. It's just – he is just um, – he's just amazing. If you look at the total touches, so we had uh, DeAndre Swift had, man, five targets but only seven total touches on 51% of snaps. And then we had um, – we had Jamal Williams with the 13 touches on only the, the 34% of snaps. So – 13 touches for Jamal Williams, basically 80, I think it was 86% of the red zone opportunities. I'll, I'll pull that up when we get the data pulled in for the ranking sheet. But uh, yeah, I think that as far as the running backs, he's the top option, especially with, you know, there was nothing, you know, Jeff Wilson is not available in the waiver and on waivers in, or in the free agent pool anymore, but especially what happened with, uh, you know, uh, you know, there was thought that maybe Tyrion Davis Price or Jordan Mason could step up into some kind of role there with the 49ers. And Tyrion, Tyrion Davis Price gets hurt, and he's out for the next three to four weeks. Um, J- Jordan Mason, we'll see what happens with him. But I just think some of these other guys, it's just like, you know, I mean, how interested can we be in really going to pick up even one of the – I mean, where are you on the Cardinals guys right now? To me, it's like it feels like Connor is going to come back this week anyway. And um, if he does – if, if he, he does, doesn't come back this week, I think Williams is the guy. And then if he does, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. I mean, but I, I still think that, you know, you will be able to flex at Daryl Williams if, if James Conner doesn't play. You can flex Daryl Williams or, you know, Benjamin. Well, right. But if James, if James Conner isn't there. So basically what you're saying is if James Conner isn't there, you get to, you get to play – one guy in a nebulous committee that we don't really know what the hell's going to happen with. I mean, but it's, I mean, it's those two guys. I mean, like in an offense that, you know, moves the ball. I I feel like, you know, what Benjamin is more of the PPR play. Daryl Williams will be more of the um, half point PPR standard play. Well, Daryl Williams will certainly get the goal line work. We saw that last week. 
right? We saw that last week after James Conner exited that game, I believe pretty early in the, in the third quarter is whenever I texted Byron and Byron wanted to go jump off a, <laughs> go jump off a bridge. Um, I, I, if it's me with the news we're hearing about uh, Brian Robinson and, you know, kind of Antonio Gibson took a little bit of a step, maybe a step back this week. And it feels like, do you, do you think that they're, do you think that the, the uh, Washington football team is going to continue just throwing the ball so much with Carson Wentz and just not running it. Is that be due to the fact that they just like to throw to like they like to throw to JD yeah, McKissick? They don't want to run Antonio that they've, in, that they've been in these shootouts. They've been in pretty fairly high scoring ga- games this far. Okay. Okay. Well, dude, listen. I, I just to me. I don't know if I don't know if the situation is going to be one where we can we can continue to think that Antonio Gibson is going to, we knew that Antonio Gibson, once Brian Robinson came back, there was going to be some sort of issue there, right? With that, because there was going to be a big, big Brian Robinson issue for Antonio Gibson to start the season before, of course, his incident where he was, you know, got, got shot through the knee. Uh, we we knew that was going to happen, right? So at some point when he comes back, he's presumably healthy, you know, that's going to happen again. Uh, I, if, if they're talking about how he, he could be back in another two two weeks, three weeks, but I mean Brian Robinson probably needs to be picked up, judging on how judging on how this office is scoring right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and I and I I think I placed him in a good spot to where you prioritize him fairly, you know, fairly highly in this in this waiver wire. And and then the other thing, just from a just like, again from a macro perspective, if Rashad White is out there. It really does look like he, he's – and it's like we kept saying. He's not, not going to be worth much at all unless Leonard Fournette gets hurt. I mean, he's, he, he's a pure handcuff. Um, with that being said, that Leonard Fournette role is – I mean, if anything were to happen to Fournette or if he were to kind of – I mean, he's already been a little bit banged up. And now, and now even Gio Bernard is banged up. He got hurt on special teams, right? Didn't he get hurt? So um, if so – Rashad White almost immediately becomes an immediate back end RB one slash RB two. It's one of the rare dudes like that, and all the guys in, who are like that are, are all definitely already rostered in your leagues. All the Alexander Madisons, all the uh, you know the Jamal Williams. I mean, I guess you know, we're we're talking about how he's probably still available on some waiver wires. Kind of the guys like Tony Pollard was before this last week. By the way, trash man, man Zeke. Are you, are you worried about Zeke? I mean, we, we talked about it last week. I'm not worried about it in the sense I still think they're going to run the wheels off of him. They can't, they can't afford not to use Zeke, especially because of the situation in, they're in and because, you know, this m- might be his last season with the team. I mean, worried about him or not, he's going to get the touches as long as he's healthy. Trash, man, we have a question in the chat. Look at this from a, from a guy called Lifelong Longhorn. How about that? Oh, and our boy Minion Hunter is in uh, is in um, in the in 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 the chat too. Uh, he's asking about Khalil Herbert. We can talk about that in a second. But lifelong Longhorn, just just like Trashman and I, really Trashman. Do you, do you, do you consider yourself a lifelong Longhorn? Were you a Longhorn fan even when you were a little kid, or was it just I once was. you graduated from school? No, I was. Yeah, I, I was. was kinda- I remember my mom got me an A and M sweatshirt for christmas once and i had to ask her what she was thinking just throw it throw it in the fireplace (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Uh, so he needs the other wrapping paper. <laughs> so lifelong Longhorn says he needs to pick up a tight end. So Thomas, Higby, Ingram, Gesicki, Irv Smith are all available. I'm highest on Higby with the amount of targets so far. I mean, dude, here's Is here's that, the thing. Yeah, it's Higby uh, based on. Yeah, it's Higby. It's Irv Smith. I mean, had a good game. Had a good game last week, but he got you a big. He got you a big zero burger in week one. Gesicki. Look, Minion Hunter is saying he looks great. He had the great catch on on Sunday. I know Minion <laughs> Hunter was he, he was he was watching that game really closely. Our boy Minion Hunter is a big Baltimore, big Baltimore guy. What boy, what a what a game, trash man. What a game. Yeah, um, I mean, but, but, he, I don't know. His, Zicky is not. I mean, walking tight end in this he, offense. Yeah, man. Like that's what Mike Mike McDaniel wants these guys to be like George Kittle and, and block their ass off, and, and Gesicki just. Can't do it. I. I mean, what is it? Durham Smythe who's running ahead of him right now? Is yeah. that who? Would, yeah. I, I. I don't have this. Let me pull the snap counts tool. And I'll just. I'll look at that real quick. Uh, because it, 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 I. I haven't looked at it this last week to see how much it. How much it. So look. I mean, Gasicki played more this week. He played sixty-two percent of snaps to Durham Smythe's forty-nine percent of snaps. Um, last week it was Gasicki on forty-two percent of snaps and Durham Smythe on sixty-three. So things. Things flipped. But also think about the kind of games those were. The first game was versus New England. The second game was in an absolute spread spread these dudes out, go to complete shootout mode for the second half. Yeah. Um, you, I, I can't really – I'm not sure that I can um, buy into that kind of you know, game script for this team for the rest of it as much as they would as much as they would have as much as they would have liked it. Um, okay, so uh, those are the answers there. Trash man, let's go on to – Wide receivers, where I—I I mean, you were super high on the original cheat sheet on Rondale Moore. I—I I, I couldn't figure out for the life of me how this thing's just not headlined by Garrett by Garrett Wilson after what he was able to do, you know, this week. I mean, just the Garrett Wilson. What was it? Fourteen targets. Um, it was uh, Garrett Wilson. Let's see. I mean, Garrett Wilson. I mean, like I had him. I had him pretty high still. I but mean, he I, used to be that Garrett. I Garrett, just say, I mean, Garrett like, Wilson is the crown Corey jewel. Davis, of the, Corey Davis Garrett, had a really good game too. It's the crown I mean, jewel of this week's of this week's waiver wires. Garrett I mean, Wilson, Corey, Corey Dave. Well, I just don't know what it's going to look like going forward. I don't know if that's going to look. Be that's a, that's a, that's a fair thing to say. But I mean, ser- seriously, Corey, Corey Davis had fucking four targets and two receptions. I know he did get the eighty-three yards and a touchdown. That's a that's a far cry from fourteen targets. I mean, but if you look at his first week too, I mean, like he was, I mean, he was, you could have, uh, he was in the waiters last week too, based off his week one performance. I mean, and you have to Garrett think Wilson Elijah Moore. Of the Elijah, last, you have Garrett to think Wilson Elijah Moore is going to get more involved at some point. I mean, I feel like Garrett Wilson is averaging eleven targets a week over the first two. The here's 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 I mean, I do have an, I have an issue with Elijah Moore too. We're talking about a free player on waivers who was our number two wide receiver in this class consensus who is getting 11 targets a week, who's going ham. I mean, how many how many points did this dude score in PPR this week? Garrett Wilson went for, one, like, two touchdowns. Not, I mean, he had 19 to 40. I mean, he had over 30 points in PPR. <laughs> I mean, it, he's free. Of course he's the best pick, pick up on the waiver wire. It's like, I mean, I, I understand their concerns. Elijah Moore is awesome, right? We, lo- we loved him coming out. And here's the other thing. I know I don't trust Zach Wilson for a hill of damn beans, dude. Yeah. I really don't. I think but 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 the thing is, it isn't like they're it, it, they don't they don't care, they don't care at all what what we think about in fantasy land that 
Joe Flacco is probably better for these guys than Zach Wilson is. Like, who cares? What they're like? What? They're like that's the most cocky thing I've ever heard. Wilson Wilson also. I mean, he he played sixty one percent of snaps compared to eighty six for Moore and seventy seven for Davis. He got hurt. I mean, he he got hurt. He he had the back he had the back spasms. He had to go to the sideline and get some stuff taken care of. And they also don't play him on. They also don't don't play him on run snaps. They think he's a shitty blocker. He got hurt. All the I mean, I, dude, I'm telling you, there, 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 there are there are no holes to poke in going out and getting Garrett Wilson for free off of waivers right now. No, I'm, just not, I'm not. I'm not arguing that yeah. he's not a high priority. Yeah, uh, but I, have I at least talked you into the fact that he's the highest priority? Uh what? What? Yeah, him you, or Jamal Williams? Okay. Why did you like Rondale Moore so much? I mean, well, just look at what um, <laughs> Greg Dorch is doing in the slot there. I, 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 I know. But my question is, like, what about Greg? I mean, what if they're just like Rondale Moore hadn't really shown us a damn thing? Greg Dorch kind of has. Why not just keep playing Greg Dorch? I, I don't. I mean, what was Ron? What? Round pick was Rondell Moore. I mean, I, I feel like well, he was either a th- I could I don't know. I think he was a third round pick. We we interviewed him right after the thing. But what if we interviewed him right after? Was he a day three? No, he was no. He was a second. Rondell had to be a second round pick. I mean, they're not going to sit Rondell Moore as a second round pick for Greg Dorge if he's healthy. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, let me just look it up. I I think it I think it was second round pick. Let me just see. Um, Rondell Moore. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Here, keep 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 on talking about some of these other guys' trash, man. We can't have this all this all this uh, air, I mean, dead air time. Trail on Burks is starting to come up in Tennessee, led Tennessee in receiving for what it's worth last night. I mean, there really wasn't much going on in the Tennessee offense to, in general, but Traylon Burks through these first two weeks looks like the, really the most consistent target getter in that Tennessee offense. And I think, you know, he's only going to get better um, as the season goes on. So it makes sense to get him while you can. Um, Four, 49th overall, Ron, Ron deal. By the okay. Way. Yeah. So uh, I, I, look, man, I just I, I think that, you know, it's fine. When he comes back, it's going to be fine. But you got to remember that they're also the Cardinals are going to get DeAndre Hopkins back in now, what, four more weeks. They're going to get they're going to get Andy Isabella back. They're going to get Antoine Wesley back. Well, get Andy all, Isabella wasn't doing anything in the first place. But it doesn't matter. It's, it's all just a, I mean, but that's the thing, trash man. Law of the conservation of targets. You know what I mean? I just I don't know. It's just it's it's. To me, Rondale Moore. I'm 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 more interested in you know maybe you know you Michael loved Gallup. Rondale Moore last season going into last season. I did. I did. But 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 dude, I mean I have a I I have a I have a I have a I'm an independent thinker with the Bayesian process. And as I get new information, I'll I'll, I'll adjust. And they don't seem to like Rondale as much as as much as maybe we thought that they did originally. I mean, That's he was going to be their starting slot receiver. Right. Yeah, and we don't, and we don't know if that's going to be the case moving forward. We we truly don't, and that team kind of like 
I don't know, man. That's a what dude. How weird of a team is that, that that Cardinals team? That comeback that they had, it was just I mean, how did that even happen? It felt like they were just mistaking their way to the very top. <laughs> the, the, the whole game. It's like, how is this a comeback? Um, what and what about Michael Gallup? I mean, no interest in Gallup. I thought he'd be right at the top of your list. I, I know it's Cooper Rush stuff right now, but he's on I've, I've looked it up. I couldn't believe it. Michael Gallup's only rostered in Yahoo in like 38% of leagues. Well, when is he slated to come back? Is there even a timetable? Old, 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 Jerry, old Jerry Jones is saying it could be as soon as this week, boy. Hell, could be hell, hell, hell. That could be back this week. That might not be the best thing for them. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but Gallup's well, I mean, got to be Gallup, up there, right? Gallup is, Gallup is truly. I, I hadn't heard that. I, Gallup I, would be a guy who I yeah. Gallup would be a guy who maybe was like maybe he should be up there with with Garrett Wilson too. I mean, Noah Brown definitely has some juice based off of this, you know, last week in the second team. Doctor. No, Noah Brown's not going to do anything whenever he has to. It's that's exactly it, trash man. The, the the one of the key roster watch doctrines, getting off to a fast start, right? That's always been a roster watch doctrine. Fair fair trades means everybody gets hurt a little bit, right? That's a roster watch doctrine. The other roster watch doctrine is when you got a backup quarterback. Look at any sort of fringy wide receivers that might have been working with that backup quarterback during camp. Cooper yeah. Rush to Noah Brown. So I don't I don't think that that's going to continue. You know this, the the second team doctrine, um, especially once Gallup is. But I mean, well, I mean Jack and, Tolbert is completely out of the mix. It seems. Dude, Jalen Tolbert's like a healthy scratch. I mean, I so said like even, I said that even if, I, even if Gallup comes back, they still need a third receiver. I'd sweet. Uh, oh, look at Welker. Look at uh, look at uh, Minion saying that Brady's getting Cole Beasley and he could take the Welker role. <laughs> I mean, hey, dude. I mean, he probably hates Scotty Miller after all those all those crazy. I mean, uh, Beasley's those, on the waiver wire stuff. cheat sheet. I mean, Scotty Miller. Well, he had eight targets this past week. Um, yeah, uh, lifelong Longhorns asking about Sterling Shepard, who you were talking about on the Sirius XM show, trash man. I kind of nod waved it because I, you know, I figured that we were getting word around then that Kadarius Tony might be back uh, that week. Can, can you believe Kenny Galladay? I didn't look at the snap counts for him, but dude, if you've watched any of that game, he is like absent. He is a ghost. He's del- Kenny Galladay played three percent of snaps. Trash man. A healthy Kenny Galladay. That's more depressing than Jalen Tolbert healthy scratch. It is depressing, especially, you know, considering that his last, you know, really good well, his last season in Detroit, what he led the league in touchdowns. Um, he's just, yeah, I mean, well, Sterling Shepard, I mean, I tell you, whenever he's on the field, whenever he's playing and he's healthy, he leads the Giants in receiving. That's just the fact of the matter. Any so other, you have, take, you have to take him seriously, especially in PPR formats. Any of these deeper guys that you want to talk about at all? Um, I, I, I saw some talk on Twitter earlier about people being interested in Robbie Anderson, but I looked at Robbie Anderson in one of our Yahoo leagues, and he's owned in he's owned in sixty percent of leagues. So I guess that's why he didn't make it on there. I'm not. Well, he didn't do anything this week. Yeah, like I said, I'm 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 not jumping over my shoes to go do any. I mean, God damn it! I I I hate Baker Mayfield for Christian McCaffrey. I just I I just I hate it, man. He does not dump it off to him. Yeah, I mean, I will say, you know, Jacoby Myers had a good game, as did um, Nelson Aguilar. Um, Those are guys you can take a look at in deeper leagues. Well, especially Jacoby Myers. I think he needs to be owned. 
Oh yeah. I mean, he should have been, he, he should have been drafted for sure. All right. What about tight ends? You can t- kind of talk over those. If you guys have questions in the, in the chat about, uh, I, I, I have to trash me. It's got a hard out here in about five to 10 minutes and I have to go get my, pick up my kids and take them to jujitsu. So I'll have to be out of here too. So if you guys have questions here as, as we wrap up, um, real reminder, you can find all this stuff within the waiver wire cheat sheet at rosterwatch.com. And if you have questions about players you can drop to maybe pick up some of these guys, put them in the chat and we'll answer those. I'll look through for some suggestions, maybe from a couple of our leagues and some of the uh, some of the teams in our leagues and some of the decisions people might be having to make. So, trash me. Why not you go over tight quick, quickly go over tight ends? Of course, our guy Tyler Conklin has got to be right at the very top. I can't believe that Gerald Everett is still. Yeah, he's still not, he's still not owned in the majority of leagues and he needs to be. Um, Tyler Conklin, Conklin's getting there for me. I mean, I think he's a, a weekly streamer. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he's getting at least seven targets. He's gotten at least seven targets both of these weeks. Um, Evan Ingram had a good game for Jacksonville. Um, looks like he's getting more involved in those, out that offense. That offense looks better than I thought it would um, this early in the season, too. Um, Logan Thomas always is always in the mix in Washington when he's healthy. I mean, it's it's hard for me to think that you know, Thomas can stay afloat with, you know, Samuel and Dotson and McLaurin um, all, you know, getting enough targets. But he's been in the mix these first two games. And I think in plus matchups, you know, and, and with Washington being in these games where they're having to score a lot of points, um, he could stay involved. Um, those are the tight ends that I'm, I'm, I'm most interested in um, in week three. It, but I've, how long was how long was was Chris Olave? Just out of curiosity, with those three hundred and forty air yards, how long do with with those three hundred and forty air yards? I, like oh, how long was he? How owned? Yeah, how long? Um, like I he's I mean I think it's sixty. Let me look here. Yeah, he's sixty two percent owned. Okay. Golly, I mean, if Olave is available in your league, go 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 get that guy. Uh, they were saying since 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 they've started tracking air yards, it's like the fifth most air yards anybody's ever had in a game. It's just it's just, uh, it's just really 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 crazy. Um, well, asking if MVS is worth dropping for Shepard or Aguilar. I mean, I'd I'd drop him for Shepard. MVS, I think yeah. I would hold on. I think I'd hold on. Not for Aguilar. I'd hold on no. to MVS, man, until things shake out just a little bit more with this uh, a little bit more with exactly what we, I, I don't feel like we really know what we're going to get out of the, uh, out of the KC offense. And here's the thing with it. You, you know, Patrick Mahomes said before the season, some people are going to be a little bit frustrated from, from time to time. You yeah. Know? I, just, I mean, I feel like with Shepard though, I mean, his floor is built in, in that offense. I feel like if you're not wanting to deal with the headache of, you know, is this guy going to get me a zero burger or, you know, a 15 pointer. I feel like Shepard's I've it, it's an easier flex for me than like an MBS on a given week. Okay. Fair enough. All right, here we go. We have, uh, I have some, I have some names here to pull up that I've kind of, I've kind of thought up here, but if we get any others MVS, we just kind of answer that one in the chat, uh, go over quarterbacks and everything else. And then um, we'll get to some of these questions. I mean, well, I mean, I've just been so surprised, especially from like Carson Wentz and Jared Goff so far this season, both, you know, you know, getting their offenses 
you know, spreading the ball around a lot and moving the ball and getting and scoring touchdowns. Um, I think Jared Goff had a 30 pointer this week. So I feel like in plus matchups, Goff and Wentz are guys that you can stream um, in really any format. Marcus Mariota, also a guy who, you know, has been consistent these first two games. Um, yeah, and also get the matchup too. I think he's got a good matchup next week. Uh, let's see. Mar- Mariota, I mean, it's at Seattle. You know, it feels like that's probably pretty good, right? Yeah. It's probably pretty good. He's from yeah. the he's he's from the Pacific Northwest. A little bit of a, or maybe not from there, but he played college football there. I think he might be from. Is he Pacific Islander or Hawaiian or something? Mariota. I Do you remember Goodell called his name all wrong? <laughs> Marcus Mariotti. I think based off of that, I don't think anyone has ever really known what what to call him. Um, Minion's asking, does he pick up Nico Collins? I mean, I like Corey Davis. I like Sterling Shepard. Other guys. Out of those, guys, out of those guys, those are the two that you want to go after. Either Corey Davis or Sterling. Sterling Shepard. I just with Sterling Shepard, I have a little bit. I just have a little bit of a sneaky feeling that through the course of the season, as Brian Dable begins to trust. Kadarius Tony a little bit more. We're going to see him integrated in a lot if. more. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's he's a, he's kind of a hard guy to trust. Um, okay, uh, all right, trash man. Here we go. The guys, can you drop them? Okay, here's the game. Can can they be dropped? Sky Moore. Outside of dynasty, yeah. What about in keeper leagues? Ah, uh, yes. I mean, there. I think there's. You're gonna have other options. You're gonna. What, what about Tyrion Davis Price now with the in, now with the injury? I mean, we're gonna have Jordan Mason and Marlon Mack here trying to fight this thing out behind Jeff Wilson for the next three to four weeks. Yeah, you can drop them if there's somebody else you want to add from the waivers for sure. This is one that we got asked on our website. Of course, we answer all the questions at, on the ticker over at rosterwatch.com. I mean, you can't drop Chase Edmonds yet, right? No. Okay. Albert O with a big fat zero burger for you this last I feel like you can drop virtually any tight end outside of the top five, you know? That includes Cole Komet. (laughs) Yeah. Mr. Mr. Zero Burger himself. Okay. What about Isaiah Pacheco? Yeah. Outside of Dynasty Leagues, yeah. Omar F is asking his running backs are Fournette and Derrick Henry. Would you trade CeeDee Lamb for Derrick Montgomery? My RB3s are Penny and ETN who are not panning out. David Pro- Montgomery. I'm not trading CeeDee Lamb for David Montgomery. I hate I hate attaching myself to the Bears right now. Would you, would you do that? And I look, man, don't worry about Fournette and Henry. Like Fournette and Henry had worst case scenarios these last. I mean, I know Henry got the touchdown last week, but I mean, we could have forecasted this whole. Like New Orleans is going to be tough to run on. I hate it for Christian McCaffrey this week that he's got to play New Orleans. It was going to be tough for Fournette anyway. That whole game script was so messed up. Fournette's I mean, a, Fournette is a guy who I'm like, I'm dude. Here's the thing: I am looking to go buy Fournette right now. I you like. Can- you could make this trade, but it's not for it's not in place to put Montgomery in place of Fournette or Henry. It's like if you were to maybe if that's your flex, I could understand if you need to if you're needing to win now, if you if you or if you're owing to um, no, don't trade away CD yet. Don't trade low on CD Lamb. I, mean, I don't think that's trading low. I think David Montgomery is the only piece of the Chicago offense that works. 
that that thing is just so miserable. So miserable. Speaking of the Chicago offense, can can we're, we're getting asked on on Twitter? Can I drop Darnell Mooney? Uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I hold on to him and I bench him. And just like I saw somebody say on Twitter at the time we tweeted about it, somebody replied back and said, you're going to bench him this week. He's going to go off. He's going to have four for 125 and a touchdown. And you're going to get him back in in week four. He's going to go to, you know, one for 18. Um, DJ Chark, Mr. Zero Burger himself from this last oh. game. Yeah, that was frustrating after I had a really good first week. Um, I think you can drop him. You can drop him. I don't think people are going to be rushing to the waivers to pick him up. Omar Evans saying his other wide receivers are Mike Williams and Waddle for context. Those, I mean, those, that's a good number one and number two. I, look, man, it feels like you really want David Montgomery. I would not do that right now. I feel like you're trading. I think you're, you're selling low on CD Lamb. But it, it, I'm, it, like Trash Man says, if you, know, if, you, if you are super worried, I'm not worried about I'm, – I'm, I'm not worried moving forward about Leonard Fournette or Derrick Henry. I think, the, I, I think you have two absolute beasts on your hands that, that, that you know, people are trying to get you all worried over right now. Those are, those are two guys that I'm this, – this week I'm going out and trying to trade for. So I like I think you're a little bit too worried, man. Keep I, I would keep my balance. Um, what about George Pickens? Yeah, I mean, as long as Trubisky is quarterback, I don't. I'm not what about, really buying. What about team. what about Ashton Doolin's backup, Paris Campbell? I mean, that whole Colts offense is, is shit. Dysfunctional right now. I think you could drop anybody except for Jonathan Taylor and 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 Michael Pittman. Boy, um, boy, boy! Did I call it on the serious show, saying, "Man, I think the Jaguars might come out here and beat these Colts." Um, lifelong Longhorn says he has Shark and MVS. Which one gets chopped? D- D- DJ Shark gets chopped. Uh, Zamir White can he be dropped? Outside of Dynasty, yeah. Rex Burkhead, can he be dropped? Uh, yeah, he can be dropped. And finally, from our good friend Min- Minion Hunter. <laughs> Man, times are tough. Can you drop DK Metcalf? <laughs> Absolutely not.
special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.